Hey friend, thanks so much for stopping by for some community time around the fire pit. I've got some Tennessee white oak going. I'm going to run inside and get us both a cup of joe. Well, you're listening to Quad Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you've got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Well, this is July 14th, 2022. My goal is to have my podcast uploaded and ready to go live on Mondays and Thursdays at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. And the past few weeks, things are going really well and I've been very busy, but the end result is it's taking longer to complete the podcast and get them recorded, edited, and uploaded. So anyway, this is going up late, but I'm so excited. I don't know if where you live, if you saw last night, that would be on July 13th, 2022, but there was evidently, I don't know if they call it a supermoon, but from where we live here in Middle Tennessee, the moon was absolutely astounding. It looked huge and absolutely beautiful. I captured some photographs of it and so inspiring. But along with that, we've had a slight break in the heat wave we've been enduring here in Central Tennessee, Middle Tennessee. And so this morning, I've waked up to a temperature, let's see, my outdoor weather station says presently it's 64 degrees with, well, the humidity is rising, so that's coming up with the heat, but 84% humidity. Last night, the humidity actually got down into the 60%, which for us is pretty good in the summertime. But it's so refreshing, so inspiring, and I have something to celebrate, and I just want to say this publicly because it's something that my wife and I have been praying diligently for. As we've all moved here to Middle Tennessee, my two sons and us, the prayer that we've had from the very beginning is that, God, that you would just give us the flourishing. And that's not to say that our lives have not been lives of flourishing, but with everything going on, I've just been diligent in praying for my family that God, in spite of all of the hard things that are happening, that you would just give us flourishing, that we would flourish in our spiritual lives, in our relationships, in our jobs, in every way. And so yesterday, I received the good news that my son, um, he was on the way to the airport, actually, with his family. My wife was taking him to the airport, to the Nashville, I, I don't know what it's called here. I guess it's the Nashville International Airport. He was on his way to the airport, and he received a call from Sony Essential, which is the publishing company for the Christian arm of Sony Music, that they had his contract ready to sign and was wondering if he could come by because they finally got everybody together who needed to be present for the notary uh, public to sign off and say this document is legal. So my wife swung by Sony here and I guess they're in Franklin, but on the way to the airport, my son was almost late getting on the plane to California, but we rejoice in the fact that he signed contract yesterday with Sony Essential, which is the publishing arm of, I think, Sony Provident, which is the Christian recording label. Anyway, he signed yesterday as a writer-producer for Sony Essential, and uh, we're so proud of my son. His name's Colton Price, James Colton Price. But uh, it's a big deal, and he's tried to downplay it uh, all the way along, just downplay it, but uh, we're so proud of him. But it's, it's a word of encouragement to all of us that, and I'm going to be saying more about this. I'm going to interview Colton 
on our video program, Other Things With, to tell his story. And that's not to brag, but as a means of encouragement to people who are looking to do difficult things with excellence and to see the hard work and the diligence and the studying to show yourself approved pay off. And uh, of course, it's just a new beginning and it comes with a lot of responsibility, a lot of expectations. But at the same time, it's evidence that back when my son resigned a very successful position as an associate for worship arts in a good church, large church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, he packed up his family and moved here without the prospects of a job, but just seeking to get involved in the Christian recording industry. And God has blessed that in spades. I'll say more about that on the video show that I'm going to do with Colton, but I'm so proud of him. And it's just a word of encouragement to all of us that God honors faithfulness. Colton has worked diligently since he was in the fourth grade on music. And I'm so proud of the fact that we put him in piano lessons as a caring parent really does to teach a child about music. And he took to it and he was very diligent to practice, which I look back and as a fourth grader uh, to have such diligence in the preparation of the music is amazing. And he really did a great job and learned music theory. He had a wonderful piano teacher uh, up through his 11th grade year named Carrie Pyron. And I don't know what her married name is now, but she was an amazing musical educational expert. She had a master's of degree in music education from the Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas, which is very prestigious. So anyway, today I rejoice and it's an extra special day to rejoice. And I just say thank you to God because I remember back when the pandemic hit that all of Nashville puckered up and absolutely shut down for a solid month and nothing happened. And I was very concerned for Colton and for his family. And then a month after the shutdown, uh, he's hit the ground running and hasn't looked back. So more to say about that, but to God be the glory. But this is season 10, episode 222. It's the last episode in season 10. The next season coming up will be season 11, of course, but I'm excited that God is continuing to bless my efforts and he's giving me the inspiration to do what I'm doing. The title today is Creation Power, The Fuel for Gusto Living. Subtitle, Empowering Encouragement Now, number 29, More on the Robust Divine Life. And I tell you, friend, God has been doing so much in my life regarding this idea about the robust divine life and about living a life with gusto. And it just is inspirational to me. I've used the Charles Spurgeon's daily devotions for morning and evening since a young man and throughout my life. In this present cycle of use, though very familiar with it, I approached the writings as if I had never read them. And I'm paying attention to every word. Keep in mind, of course, nothing replaces the meditational focus directly on the Bible itself, but it's insightful to have someone else's perspective on the Word of God, especially when the feedback comes from someone known to be a deep spiritual thinker like Charles Spurgeon. Going back through the devotions, I find profound truths that my professors never talked about in all my theological training, and that's not to say that they were... Uh, negligent. It's just that these were things that never came up. And I have been through some heavy academic theological training, and I don't say that to brag, 
But to say that I've had a lot of theological training, and all under the teaching of very conservative, orthodox, Bible-believing professors. So the silence on such inspiring thoughts and insights into the Word of God compelled me to highlight these very profound truths through the avenue of the Empowering Encouragement Now subseries on this podcast. Of course, Spurgeon's writings are in the public domain, so it has enabled me to draw on these highlighted devotions to use as the seed thoughts for EEN. My prayer is that these thoughts will lift you up and equip you to live the robust divine life from a position of peace. Today's focus comes out of Jeremiah 32, verse 17, where Jeremiah says, O Lord God, you yourself made the heavens and earth by your great power and with your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. And dear friend, I want you to see that where do we get the fuel to live the life with gusto, especially in the context of what we are experiencing today. Just last night, my wife and I had dinner with a friend, and in the course of conversation, this person talked about that they've never seen anything like what's going on in our world and all of their, their, their years of living. And so we are living in a unique time and a time of assault on our minds and on our lives by errant governments throughout the world. And Jeremiah was experiencing the same type of difficulty in his day. And against that backdrop, he appealed to the fact that because God is creator and God has made all things, that we can have confidence and we can have the fuel for living the gusto life in spite of all that those around us seek to do to tear us down. At the very time when Israel's ancient and persistent foe, the Chaldeans, also known as the Babylonians, surrounded Jerusalem, and when the sword, famine, and pestilence had desolated the land, God commanded Jeremiah to purchase a field and have the deed of transfer legally sealed and witnessed. This was a strange purchase for a rational man to make at such a time as this. Caution could not justify it because it was buying with hardly a chance that the person purchasing the property could ever enjoy the possession. But it was enough for Jeremiah that his God had told him to do it, because he knew that God always proves his ways blameless in all his children. On the surface, God's actions or instructions sometimes don't appear to make sense, yet we can always count on him to lead us to do the right thing. He is faithful and just in every situation. Jeremiah's reasoning had to have looked something like this. O Lord God, you can make this plot of ground of use to me. You can rid this land of these oppressors. You can make me even relax in the shade of flourishing vineyards and fig tree orchards in this previously desolated place and the legacy which I have bought. For you did make the heavens and the earth, and there is nothing too hard for you. This robust faith conducted with obedient gusto gave a majesty, splendor, and greatness to the early saints of God that they dared to do to take swift action at God's command things which fleshly natural reason would condemn. Watch Noah as he builds a ship on dry land. Watch Abraham who marches up the side of the mountain, ready and willing to offer up his only son in obedient sacrifice to God. Watch Moses walk away from the wealthy inheritance of the riches of Egypt. He would have enjoyed being a part of Pharaoh's family for the first 40 years of his life. Friend, we forget that Moses grew up from the time of the infant when he was placed in the water 
to save his life that he grew up in Pharaoh's house and he walked away from the wealthy inheritance of the riches of Egypt he would have surely enjoyed because he was a part of that household. Watch Joshua encircle Jericho seven days using no weapons but the blast of ram's horns to collapse the walls of the city. My friend, they all acted upon God's command, contrary to the dictates of carnal fleshly reason, and the Lord gave them a rich reward as a result of their obedient faith. They were able to do this because God is creator and he is powerful and all-powerful and over all. May you and I open up our hearts to a more potent infusion of this heroic faith in God that is manifested in our daily living in these challenging times. If we would take more aggressive action based on the clear promises of God, we would enter a world of wonders like we've never seen before. I want to ask you a question. Do you really believe that? That it's possible on this planet in the middle of the desolation at the hands of evil people that we are suffering? Do you really believe that it's possible to see the wonders of God in our lives like we've never seen before? My friend, I'm telling you, I really do believe that it's true, that it's possible to see the power of God at work in our lives in profound and wonderful ways in the midst of these difficult times. Why? Because nothing is too hard for the God that created the heavens and the earth. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.